When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Shanti, good morning. Good morning, Fiona. Thank you for inviting me. You're very welcome and thanks for coming on the show this morning. Um, Shanti, just tell me a little bit about why the Cork Menopause Support Group was set up. Well, first of all, I have to say that the um, the group was set up by a mistake because I was oh. part of a, of a larger national group called the Irish Menopause run by uh, Sally Ann Brady. Uh, and she's the lady who got uh, that big conversation started in May with a different um, radio station in, in the country. Um, so the plan was for um, coffee groups to, to form um, one for each uh, county. Mm. Um, but I had mistaken that to be a Facebook group. So I set up a Facebook group with uh, two other ladies, uh, with Suba Priya and uh, Valerie Omani. And um, so we decided to just keep it because a lot of people had an interest in joining. Have you had many people join the group? Um, well, we started last month and we have about 400 women who have joined. So Fantastic. it is very popular. Yeah. And what kind of questions do people um, ask? Like what kind of support are they looking for? Well, mostly people are talking about symptoms and then wondering, um, is this perimenopause or is this menopause? Because there is a, a huge gap in knowledge that, that we women of this this age have um, mm. we just don't really know when or what is menopause because all throughout the years we've been told um, you know your periods will stop and you will get some hot flushes and that will be it and you know it, it's not not as simple as that and what kind of age would people start getting that peri many, many, many <clears throat> at? that um, well the, the literature says from 45 Right. onwards can be perimenopause but more and more we see that women are 40-ish and they are already suffering a lot of um, symptoms that would be considered to be perimenopausal. So I, I would just have to say that when we talk about menopause basically what we're saying is that women have stopped their monthly bleeds and if you are over 50 that would be um, 12 months with no monthly bleed so to 12 consecutive months and then if you are younger than 50 you actually have to count 48 sorry not 48, 24 um consecutive months so you need to count all the months that you don't have a monthly bleed and you could come all the way up to month seven or month 10 and that happens to a lot of women and then they might get a period and then they have to start to count all over again so it, you only um diagnose the menopause retrospectively because you don't know when you've had your last period. 
So a calendar becomes a really good friend of yours and, you know, yeah. you really need to track your um, your periods uh, so that you know when you have actually reached menopause. And then that that day that you realize that you are that you have had a bleed for 12 months or, or 24 months, that is when you are in menopause. Then that's when post-menopause begins. So you, you're never really in menopause for years and years and years. It's, it's just a, a time um, that, it, that it is diagnosed. And then for the rest of your life, you are post-menopausal. So it's not like you're going through it or, you know, you've had it and now you've gone past it and it's in your path or anything just for the rest of a woman's life, once mm. she has stopped the bleed, she becomes postmenopausal, and that doesn't mean that oh everything is fine now and she doesn't have any more periods and she can't have babies. But you know, there's loads of things that happen, so there are so many different symptoms, and and you could just look at each symptom by itself and then think, well, sure, that doesn't sound bad. I could live with that, or you know, I've already had that mm. my entire life, like a thinning hair or hair growing in funny places. Um, women also talk about um, insomnia or fatigue. You know, obviously there is the hot flushes. Everybody talks about the hot flushes, but there are, then there are so many other symptoms that you know you just don't want to talk to other people about that over you know a cup of coffee when you're meeting your your coffee group mm. or your yoga group or your walking group you're not going to start talking um mid-walk or, or mid-biscuit in your mouth about something as serious as vaginal atrophy or mm. a change in libido or the fact that you have memory issues and you're feeling that maybe you have early onset of dementia because that happens a lot as well and women become really frightened thinking that there is all sorts wrong with them. I I have spoken to women who thought that they were suffering from Alzheimer's. Other women thought that they were dying, that they were slowly Mm. dying. There was so much wrong with them. And if you don't know what's wrong with you and you do go to your healthcare provider and sometimes they don't know because there is a huge lack of training. Um, It is coming along, though. There are some fantastic GPs around. Um, it's just very difficult not to be heard. And because there is such a lack of knowledge, we just don't have the vocabulary. Yeah. So just imagine you're going to a country, suppose, you know, you're, you're Irish and you're going abroad and you're going to Japan, for example. And, you know, something is wrong with you there. You become sick. Maybe you have a UTI or, you know, anything that could happen to anybody, man or woman, doesn't really make a difference. And you do go to the hospital and they don't speak English. How do you tell them what's wrong with you? And Shanti, I suppose, um, I know you were talking there earlier about the perimenopause starting in women in their 40s, but um, I see there that the Mayo Clinic is actually saying that it can start in in the 30s. So for a woman who's in her 30s and is going through the the perimenopause, um, I suppose because we have this idea, I think, that, um, you know, the menopause is something that affects women who are of a lot older age. So if somebody in their 30s is beginning to experience these symptoms, as you say, it must be a very frightening experience because they're not expecting expecting the word menopause to come into that. Exactly. Um, there are also very young women who suffer from, um, um, it's called POI, uh, premature ovarian insufficiency. So it's basically the ovaries running out of eggs. Now, that needs to be diagnosed by a specialist. That's not mm. something a friend can diagnose you with over a cup of coffee. Um, women also go into... Um, menopause um, if they take particular medications. So certain uh, cancer treatments can put you into menopause. Other women go into surgically um, induced menopause if Mm. they have um, their ovaries removed. And sometimes 
they get their uterus moved and the ovaries are left behind, but then they still feel a huge change and they start to experience some um, symptoms of the menopause or the perimenopause. Indeed, even there a couple of weeks ago, I was speaking to a young girl from Cork who um, had endometriosis and had to have her womb removed and went through the menopause and she was in her um, late 20s, I think, early 20s. And, uh, you know, that's a huge, you know, transition for somebody of that age to have to go through. Yeah, it's very frightening. And um, we we just don't know a whole lot about it, to be honest. We know how we feel and that's and that's about it. And if you are in your 20s or your 30s, uh, who are you going to talk to about mm. this? Um, you know, if your friends aren't going through it and even a woman who's in her 40s and 50s might know, might not know the exact um, signs and symptoms of a menopause. So if you start talking about something as simple as, and it's not simple at all, but if you were to mention a hot flush, you know, you're 35 years old and you're thinking you're having a hot flush, your friends could just turn around and say, I don't be silly. And, you know, you're just dismissed and, and not taken seriously. And that, that is hurtful when, when you are suffering from something that is so debilitating because a hot flush is not just a hot flush. Mm. You know, it, it is a very serious symptom. You look at uh, the culture and, you know, how we joke about the menopause and even in television programs how um, jokes are made about periods and hot flushes. It's no joke. And it doesn't just affect them. the woman who is experiencing it. It affects her husband. It affects her children. It affects her, you know, her, her sisters, if she has sisters or her siblings. It, it affects everybody. So women going through the menopause is not just a female issue. This affects society. There are so many women of menopausal and perimenopausal age who are in the workforce. Surely that's going to affect what's happening in the workforce. And is there a diagnosis for perimenopause? Because, you know, I know you were talking there earlier about the GPs and stuff. And, um, you know, is it, is it something that we're, we're just coming around to now? A lot, like, you know, I suppose if, if somebody is in their 50s or whatever and they go in with all of these symptoms and the doctor can say to them, OK, yeah, definitively, yes, you have menopause. But like, what about perimenopause then? Yeah, well, usually women go to the doctor with with certain symptoms. More than likely, it is perimenopause, yeah. first and foremost. So it is really easy to diagnose somebody with menopause because, you know, they haven't had a bleed for 12 or 24 months. And that's how you diagnose the menopause. But the perimenopause is a lot more difficult to, to diagnose. And um, there are guidelines from the UK um, and they set out like, how to go about diagnosing a, a woman with perimenopause and it, it's done basically by symptoms so you just listen to the woman and you just listen to what she says and that is how you diagnose sometimes blood tests get done in more um in, in more complicated cases now i am not a healthcare professional so i can't tell you um exactly what kind of blood test is done and and for what but sometimes women are on the mirena coil which is mm. um a contraceptive um, and that can mask certain um, symptoms. So, you know, you could be in your early 50s and you could have a Mirena coil and a lot of women don't have a monthly bleed on the Mirena coil. So how would you know is, you know, you have reached that 12-month period without mm. a bleed? You don't. So this is where you go to somebody who is trained and knows what they're talking about. And hopefully that is your GP. Have you got any um, um, advice for people who are going through this? Like, is there any treatments? I know that uh, HRT is a treatment, but are there any other things that people can do for themselves? 
Yeah, so HRT is coming back into vogue, as we say, and um, that is one one thing you can do, but it's not suitable for everybody. So there are other more natural uh, treatments. They don't work for everybody um, in exactly the same way where, you know, somebody might like a pint and somebody else will go for a different kind of alcoholic drink and say, well, you know, that just doesn't agree with me and I'm going to drink this particular drink. And the same with ice cream flavors. Somebody will love pistachio and the other one will love... Um, Chocolates, you know, our bodies will uh, react better to certain herbs and other supplements than, than they will for another person. So it's all very uh, personal. But again, there are nutritionists and herbalists who are trained and um, can advise a person. And this is the kind of thing that we talk about in the group. So somebody will come along and like, we don't diagnose anybody. We don't um say to people well uh, we think we you need to go on hrt or you need to go and try this particular herb or tincture that like, we we don't um do any of that we, we're just mm. basically saying oh gosh my hair is thin or you know i don't like my whichever ba- body cream it is making me even more itchy than i already was and and then we just say, well, you know, this worked for me. And then somebody else might come along in the same chat and say, well, that actually didn't work for me at all. So we get a really good discussion of, of you know, some yeah. so, some very simple and lighthearted things. But then there are some heart-wrenching stories about, you know, how women are just not coping. And, and very often people get, women get uh, prescribed antidepressants because some antidepressants can actually help with... Um, the phasomotor symptoms, which are the hot flushes and the night sweats. Um, but again, the guidelines that I was talking about, the UK guidelines, um, they say that uh, antidepressants should not be the first port of call when it comes to perimenopausal or menopausal symptoms. Um, so, yeah. And Shanti, if anybody does want to uh, get in touch with you guys, if they want to share their story and hear other stories, how can they find you? Well, they can log on to Facebook. At the moment, we are only on Facebook. Okay. Um, the group is called Cork Menopause Support, and we do have, we're do. we very strict on privacy. Um, so there are rules that everybody in the group needs to stick by, and um, you only get admitted to the group if you have agreed to the group rules. And also there are another three membership questions um, that people need to click, and only then will you be allowed into the group because... We can't just allow people in who are not going to mm. obey by the group rules. And one, because it is for women in Cork, you are going to meet somebody from the group in real life. Yeah. And so one one of the rules we have is, um, you know, you could read something in the group, <clears throat> excuse me, and this could be your child's teacher. This could be the lady at the till in your local supermarket. And under no circumstances are you allowed to approach this person Mm-hmm. and say, oh, that thing you were talking about in the group, you know, that's just absolutely not on. You cannot do that. And so this is why it's so important that everybody who wants to be in the group must click all the, the three um, membership questions and agree to the group group rules. Brilliant, Shanti. Thanks so much for joining me on the Opinion Nine and Cork's 96FM this morning. For anybody who wants to go on to that group, it's Cork Menopause Support Group. Quartz 96 FM. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.